When the whole family comes together to watch the game, nobody wants to miss a second of the action to run to the grocery store. With Instacart, you can get all your weekly groceries in as fast as an hour. Less time shopping means more game time. Let's go. Visit instacart.com to get free delivery on your first three orders. Offer valid for a limited time. $10 minimum per order. Additional terms apply. The following is a paid program. The views or claims made are not necessarily those of WILK staff, management, or sponsors. It started with two women. And, well, today, it's still two women. But not just any women. It's Laurie and Lynn. Who can turn the world on with a smile. Laurie and Lynn. Giving Northeast Pennsylvania local talk to start your weekend right. Suddenly make it all seem worthwhile. And now, celebrating their 10th year on the air on WILK News Radio. Here's Laurie and Lynn. Love and love, no need to waste it. You can never tell why don't you take it. You're gonna make it after all. How are you? I'm wonderful. How are you? I am fine. Yeah. Struggling with a little silliness here on my eyeball. Yeah. It's called a sty. Let me see. Where? Oh, it's on the top, is it? Yeah. How do you feel? Yucky. Yeah. What is that from? Did they say? Yeah, there's uh, apparently some little irritation got into my eye, and this thing kind of formed around it so it would protect my eye and I think the only thing I can think of that might have done that was on the lake when you got yeah. bit by a spider no bitten by a spider no no okay. it was because I uh, poured out from a bag I poured out some uh, cat litter into the cat box and I think some of the sandy stuff that comes up when you pour litter must have gotten in my eye and so it didn't really show up till Monday so I think it was something like that that irritated it but I can't wear any eye makeup and I have it the thing that really works with it is Advil it reduces the swelling so I do that and uh, hot wet compresses on my eyes several times during the course of the day gives me some relief but this is supposed to go on for 10 days i don't think i can handle it for 10 days and you can't wear any makeup and as you said you what you're you have white hair white skin and light eyes so you look like you have no eyes because if i don't have black glasses (laughs) exactly or i would just simply disappear well there's an old line this too shall pass yeah (laughs) there you go let it go it's all right okay I will let it pass. You're cute anyway. Oh, thanks. You're welcome. Mm -hmm. So, so we um, have a lot of things that we did last weekend. Um, I we were at the lake on Friday, and Friday evening, my um, stepson and his wife and his daughter, the very famous Isla, Isla Harper DiNapoli, came to the place at the lake. So that we got there. Uh, they got there in the early evening, eight seven thirty, eight o'clock, somewhere in there, and everybody was uh, quick to make sure that Isla got what she needed and put her down for the night, mm-hmm. and that was fine. I <laughs> right night night. <clears throat> so uh, we I gave 
Jesse and Tyler something to eat, and then um, they were pretty tired too, so everybody went to bed early and called it a day. Mm -hmm. The next day, um, we had some breakfast. I forget what it was, but then my niece, uh, my friend Joan Glover, came up uh, during the late morning, and uh, we went to uh, get do some food shopping and bought all kinds of wonderful food to make for dinner. And we were supposed to go to a new place that's around Lake Wallenpalpac called the Lake Wallenpalpac Brewery. The place every time I pass by is packed, even lunchtime. I mean, it's just crazy. So uh, I thought we would go there for dinner. But then as I watched the afternoon wear on, so to speak, I realized that I didn't think Patrick would be up for doing something like this. So I said to Tyler, why don't you guys go? And at about 3 o'clock, my niece, Mara, and her main squeeze, Mr. Kevin Dubois, um, they they showed up. Is they had related been to golfing. Blanche? Blanche? Yes. Okay. Blanche's great-grandson. Okay. <laughs> no, not really. Not really. I just made it up. Sorry, oh, okay. Kevin. But anyway, um, we all got... They said, no, they didn't want to go if we weren't going to go. So it was good that I bought the stuff, and we had um, chicken breasts and salmon, and we had just tons of summertime food, corn, the whole thing. It was really good. And then Mara, as always brings games so we had crazy games adult games as they call them we played outside uh, sitting under the umbrella and it was just wonderful to be outside like that it was really great and so the next morning tyler jess and and isla left about quarter of 12 and then mara and uh this is monday mara left very shortly after that with kevin they had made plans to go to Skytop for two days. It also happened to be her birthday on Monday. Yep. So they had plans to go to the French Manor for dinner, and they went and had their couple's massage at 1 o'clock. And I'm not sure what else they did, but Mara couldn't wait to get there because she wanted to see all of the things that they could do there. And there's plenty of stuff. They have a zip line. They have... Um, Oh, tennis courts. They have uh, ponds where you can swim and boat and do all those kinds of things. So I thought I was going to give them a call. I got home about 8 o'clock Monday night, and um, I thought, wouldn't it be nice just to see how their day was? I was hoping it would have been a wonderful day. Just before I picked up the phone to make that phone call, my sister texted me and seven other people to let us all know that Mara and Kevin were engaged. <gasps> ah, how nice. <laughs> so her birthday will forever be a very important day. So she called me shortly after that and Kevin was on the phone, and and we had all just thought that Kevin seemed to be a little preoccupied. Yes, like not not really with the program. Love is in the air. Yeah, he was I all nervous, and and all he just he was not rude or anything like that. I don't mean that, but it just seemed like there was something weighing. I on guess his mind. there was. And so when I said that to him, I said, "I Will said, Kevin, she or won't she?" Kevin, we weren't really that surprised because we thought something was going on. He said, Aunt Lynn, it was the most nervous I've ever been in my life uh, for the last three days. How cute. 
so so yay to them that's wonderful i'm so happy great. for it's them it's just great it was Marriage. good stuff it's great it's just really great. really good <laughs> Can you tell by my, it's just great. One more time. Uh, yeah, right. <laughs> Been there, done that, right? Been, well, I'll never forget. It was not very nice of me, but I, I put in somebody's book at their shower, run and don't look back. <laughs> <laughs> Nice. That's so not nice, but what the hell? Nice. Anyway, oh, well, that's good. I, I have to tell you how it happened, though. This is really, this is so classic, Mara. I loved it. <laughs> After they had dinner out on the patio of the, of the French Manor, they decided they were going to go and and at the lookout. There's this wonderful spot up there where you can see. Uh, 25 miles, mountains, and everywhere. It was just gorgeous, and so. They went out there, and um, Mara was standing at the railing looking out at everything, and Kevin was behind her and said, Mara, turn around, look. And she said, at, at what? He, she, he said, just turn around. He was down on one knee, and he said the thing, Mara, will, will you marry me? And he gave her the ring. And she, <laughs> she says, are you kidding me? Uh. He said, oh, no. is that a yes or a no? Yeah. <laughs> of course, yes, yes, yes. But that's oh, just boy. so funny. That's so her to say something like that. That's cute. Mara, just say yes or no, will you? So be it was done with it. It was wonderful. So I'm very happy for them. And, of course, everybody's asking me about wedding plans. I said, it's only been a couple of days. Give yeah, they'll figure chance. it out. Yeah. Give them a chance. Give them a chance to call it off. So <laughs> yeah, right. There you go. There you go. That's but they've terrific. been together no, congratulations. for they've been together for five years. So I know. and well, that's a long time. Live together. They know each other very well, and I think that's really great. Half of the work is done. There you mm -hmm. go. And my nephew, Mr. Timothy Gilbert, um, uh, by the time you listen to this, will have completed taking the Pennsylvania bar mm. exam. And so we wish him all the best and hope that everything comes out the way he wants yes, it to. That's right. Send him good vibes. Yes. When does he take it? Today? Tomorrow? What? Yesterday and Tuesday, okay. I think it was. Yeah. All right. So by now, good he for him. Be feeling like he's. Uh, he knows. He knows how he did um, because he's pretty good at that. Good. He can judge it. Good. So I don't know how long does it take until you I get... I don't know, because years ago, I was dating my ex-husband when right after he took the bar. We yeah. met right after he finished. Mm -hmm. And at that point, it took a, a long time to find out, because nothing was automated and right. all. Now it's a different story. Right. So I don't know. Well, hopefully by next week, I might have some news to share. That's good. And that would be great. And good he's already him. started working with Drinker Biddle. Heath and that's whatever. That's great. That's great. And loves it. So good. Uh, they will be he and his main squeeze will be coming to the lake sometime this month, and I'm glad because I I hope he has a chance just to chill oh, out. Oh yeah, because it's a been, lot of work. Wow. Mm -hmm. Not only that, but I mean it was. Well, that means Fran had he must have taken it too yes. this week. Yo, I didn't know I'm that. Assuming. I'll know tonight. Sean comes home tonight just for the night. Then he mm -hmm. goes back to Yale and then he meets with on Monday 
all of the law firms, all of the interviews oh, happen yes. for him for next summer mm-hmm. for his internship. And that's crucial because as any law school, if you get into the where you want to be, hope nine out of ten times, I guess they offer you, you get the offer. a job. So that's it's mm-hmm. all big, big happenings around our house, too. So we'll see what happens. Yeah. And um, so also I want to talk about quickly the uh, Scranton Jazz Festival 15th okay. anniversary is this week. You're listening to us on Saturday. Saturday. So last night, uh, Freddie Cole, because they would perform on, he was performing on Friday night and Freddie was wonderful. He played for uh, the Jazz Festival many years ago and he's great. And of course, he's Nat King Cole's brother. So he, he was a real interesting dude. Mm-hmm. I'm sure it went really well. But if you're interested for today, the tickets are $30. Um, or a gold circle seating would be $40. And that mainliner tonight will be um, uh, Shamika Copeland, who also played years ago. She's incredible. And tomorrow, Sunday... Is 20 she a vocalist uh, or a pianist? Uh, no. She's a, so I'm, I think she's a yeah, vocalist, but I don't okay. know if she plays a, an instrument. I'll have to check okay. it for you. But she she's wonderful. And... Um, so she so forty for circles uh, gold circle seating thirty to, at the door, and it's at the Radisson outside uh, in the um, they make uh, they turn the uh, parkade into an amphitheater and it's really great the the acoustics are wonderful there so it's good be, it's going to be a nice weekend for them so that's all good and then Sunday the big band featuring uh, Randy Brecker um, will be. He'll be there, and he'll be playing with the big man, and that's $25 for um, to get in for admission on um, on Sunday. And then their student pricing is um, 20 today, meaning Saturday, and 25 tomorrow. So um, and isn't, student uh, pricing. Reverend Bill Carter and his group, the Presby I don't Bob, know if, they, I don't know if playing he's playing on Sunday. Or not. Are they mm-hmm. there? Mm-hmm. Okay, I'm, I'm not mm-hmm. sure. Um, that's but a, that's a great because I didn't give you the whole lineup. I'm just giving the headliners for the okay. um, for the week and for the weekend. And they're, um, you know, it's it's um, it's a big deal. It's been a lot of work. Bob Schlesinger is the executive director, and of course, um, Marco Marcinko, the artistic director, and a lot of work goes into. Um, what you know, pulling this all together and and having it having it done, and it's just it's just great. So so yes, Shamika began singing at the early age of um, where did I say that? She began singing at an early age, and her first public appearance was at the Cotton Club when she was about ten years old. Wow! So um, yeah, that's quite a pedigree. She yes, yeah, she began to pursue a singing career in earnest at the age of sixteen. Wow! When her father's health began to decline, uh, he took uh, Shamika on tour at his opening act, um, which helped which helped establish her name in the blues circuit. So she is incredible. I, I wasn't sure if she played an instrument at all. Don't think so, but her voice is incredible. She's great. That um, sounds good. And Freddie Cool, of course, you just gotta love him. So it, and 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 Randy um, Brecker had played before, so he's excellent. So it'll it'll be nice. And again, fifteen years is a long time to keep doing something yes, and it is. doing it well. Um, and then Randy, of course, is a trumpeter. So um, 
anyway, good luck to them. We hope everything got a lot of great publicity. So it's the Scranton Jazz Festival 15th anniversary at the Radisson at Lackawanna Station under the parkade in the back. Tickets you can purchase at the door and go support them and uh, listen to some great music under the stars. It's a nice time and it, I just love that whole atmosphere in there. It's really cool. So good luck to them this year and we will take a quick break. You're listening this morning to Laurie and Lynn Show. We will be right back. It's Saturday morning with Laurie and Lynn. Now back to Laurie and Lynn. We're back. Hi, my name is Lynn Evans. I am the managing director of a company called Women of Substance, LLC. It's a financial planning firm designed specifically for the needs of baby boomer women. And I'm also the host of a podcast called Power of the Purse. And that's available on iTunes, Stitcher, and Google Play. And I'm Laurie Cadden, the owner of Laurie Cadden Enterprises, which is a fundraising PR and special event business. And... You ready to take a quiz? Uh, well, we'll try it. Well, do you want to know? Yeah, no, no. All I right. always like to. Okay. I just, Here I always go. have to say, we'll try because God knows what it's about. All right. These are these surprise multiple, attacks. Multiple choice. Oh, okay. Yeah. What is a good credit score? 10, 700 plus, or 100 to 200? 700 plus. Correct. Oh, then we knew that. Okay, how do we advance here? Mm -hmm. All right. Okay. Uh, wait a minute, I have to go back one. All right, which motto appears about the amount on face of a dollar bill? In God we trust, we the people, America the free. A. Right. Okay. Which metal gives U.S. pennies their color? Silver, gold, or copper? C. Yes. Who appears on the $1 coin? Sacagawea, John F. Kennedy, or Susan B. Anthony? Um, uh, Susan B. Anthony. Okay. What is the unit of currency in Germany? Wait a minute. What is right. what was Sacagawea? She was on something. She, that's, yes, I don't know. What was that, like a $2 coin or something? <laughs> All right, go ahead. I yes. don't know what it was. I forget. What is the unit of currency of Germany? Mm. Dollar, euro, or pound? I have no idea. So, um, um, pound... Well, euro. It's a euro. Yeah, I was going to say that, and I thought, because okay. I don't know. I really don't. Which combination of coins could you use to buy an 85-cent candy bar? Three quarters and one dime. Six dimes and three nickels. Three quarters and one nickel. All. 85 cents? Yeah. Isn't it all of them? Um, no. How three, could it? Three quarters and a nickel 75, is 75. 80. Oh, 80. No, three quarters and a dime would, and a nickel would be 80. 80 right. I'm thinking. Okay. And then six the dimes six and dimes would be 60. And what? Three nickels. And three nickels would be 75. Five. And so the middle one. Now, 85 cent candy bar. 
three quarters and one dime. That gives That's, you Isn't that the middle one? No, it's, I'm sorry. It's the first one. Oh, all right. I'm confused Okay. Now. Our $2 bills... I was thinking it was 75 cents. That's why I... I, I don't our know $2 bills still made. Yeah. No, they're no longer in circulation. Yes, but not as many as the other bills. Or no, they're no longer made, but are still in circulation. I think it's C. Okay, we don't know yet till I get to the end. Okay, the financial crime of stealing money from the company that employs you is called... Was that correct, the one? The I don't know yet until I get oh, to the oh, end. Oh, oh, oh. Embezzlement, money laundering, or insider train, trading. Uh, see. Insider trading? Well, what was the answer? Say it again. <laughs> the question. <laughs> the, question. <laughs> the question is. I was still on waiting for the other one. <laughs> oh, Jesus, God. You're still in the euro. I can't stand it. <laughs> The financial crime of stealing money from the company that employs oh, you. Oh, embezzlement. I'm oh, sorry. Okay, yeah, there, there we go. go. Sorry. Which of the following best describes Bitcoin? It's hard money, virtual currency, or fiat currency? B. Okay. What is the unit of currency of the United Kingdom? <sighs> Dollar, euro, or pound? I don't know. Euro again? I don't know. <laughs> it's we'll in Europe, it isn't in. it? Euro? Yeah, that's a good one. Yeah. What is the name of the department that produces and circulates money? The United States Moneymaker? <laughs> the United States Center for Bills and Coins? No, come on. Or the United States Mint? Yes. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Jesus. Which of the following is not? A major American bank. <laughs> this is, so is going to be stupid. I can already feel like bank this of my so mother's pocket dumb. or something. No. Like, you ready? Yeah. Fells Wargo. Jeez, oh, God. <laughs> Come on. I think that's our answer. Citibank or Bank of America? Okay. Fells Wargo is not. What is collateral? It's a piece of property that a creditor may seize if you don't repay a loan. Or it's a recurring expense, or it's income from investments. A. Okay. The U.S. $50 bill depicts Benjamin Franklin, Alexander Hamilton, or Ulysses S. Grant. Uh, I think it's Hamilton. I think that's. It could the, be Grant, though. I think that's the $10 bill. Okay. Which historical woman. All I know is Ben is on 100. There you go. There we go. My favorite dollar amount. Go ahead. I like to, I always say, I like to carry a pocket full of Ben's. Go ahead. Yeah. Which historical woman will be the face of the $20 bill? Marilyn Monroe. Yeah, that's the answer. Harriet Tubman or Susan B. Anthony? B. Harriet Tubman. Tubman, yes. Come on. Blank is money paid at a particular rate for the use of money lent. Interest, equity, or asset? What is it again? Blank is the money paid at a particular rate. Interest. Right. You got that one. Okay. Sorry, I didn't. Profit is blank. The amount gained just from interest. All incoming money or financial gain? What? Profit. Definition of profit is the amount gained just from interest, all incoming money, or financial gain. Isn't it all? 
Well, I don't know. You you pick. The amount gained just from interest, all incoming money, or financial gain. A profit would be anything you get, so that's what I would say. So all incoming money? <laughs> or is that net profit? I don't know. Yeah, I guess. I mean, I don't know how they mean that, so yeah, that, it's a it little, could be tricky. It is a little tricky there. What is another word for stock? Shares, mortgage, livestock. Oh, my God. <laughs> what a. One more on did this. Jeez. Okay, which of the following refers to a retirement savings plan? A W-2, a 401k, <laughs> or a W-4? B. Okay. APR stands for all profit revenue, annual percentage rate, oh, or any possible rate. B. <laughs> Yes, former banker, you know that. <laughs> and the last one, drum roll, please. The decrease in value of a company's assets over time is called liability, bankruptcy, or depreciation. Correct. C. Okay, there we go. Now let's see if we can calculate the results. Dun, 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 dun. You have 77%. So they say you must be a millionaire. <laughs> That's what yeah, they right. came up with. Well, uh, first of all, that was bizarre. What did I get wrong? Pound. I know I got the one wrong, I, right? It doesn't, it doesn't go back and tell oh, you. Oh, it doesn't? I'm sorry. but well, I don't like that then. No, I don't either because you don't and learn don't anything. Like, well, I like sevens, but 77. It's that better would be than a good failing. number. You're fine. It's better than failing. Yes. I Isn't mean, 70, 69 failing? I yes, don't know. so that's why I'm saying 77 yeah. is good. How many people put their is, themselves through this, Lynn, of knowledge or I don't, I don't know. But I was also, when I was looking for quizzes today, looking on the Internet, there was one that was uh, sponsored by New York Life. So you can imagine that the questions and the answers were skewed to the fact that you'd want to buy annuities and buy life insurance and buy all those things. So I just said, nah, I don't think so. We should get it, though, just for the heck of it and see well, the difference, because uh, I like to know those things. Uh, well, uh, now, as, as a person who doesn't truly, fully understand anything about life insurance, I mean, anything about annuities, excuse me. Yes. I don't. So, And you've tried to teach me a little bit, so I know more than I did, but I don't. So. It's okay. I'd like to know that. But I'll tell you, the annuity world has dramatically changed much of their offerings. And a lot of that came from um, an act that was passed a couple of years ago that never quite got into, into the real world. It got kicked on around everywhere. But there was an awareness that some of these were structured in ways that were just not very consumer friendly. And so they've come out with really good products in the last two years, especially those that have to do with retirement income and guaranteeing retirement income, which is really what they were supposed to do, not necessarily as an investment alternative, but as something that would give, especially baby boomers who are looking for this, a guaranteed floor of income. And they've tailored it so that you can now do it you can now purchase them and use them as a way of providing income to you for nursing homes so that it doubles or triples the amount that you can get out of it for a two-year period or three-year period, depends on how it is. But it's structured now far more for the way that people need annuities as an annuity, not as an investment product. Mm -hmm. So kudos 
to that industry for, you know, maybe they were forced a little by some legislation that was kindly nudging them to do it. But uh, it really has turned around a lot. And I have to give them credit for that because it is more responsive to the things that people are looking for in an annuity. So that's all good. And I really wish we could get the answers to that because I think that most of this stuff um, that was in here, some of it's so silly, it's ridiculous, but some of it too was, um, you'd have to understand their definition of the answers in order to pick one that you think is most appropriate. Like the one for profit is financial gain. I, that's too vague. Yeah, that's but that would said. be the answer. Exactly. But I, I just uh, I don't see that profit is just that. Anyway, well, that's my story, and I'm sticking to it. Well, there you go. Well, we are we have the lovely Leah Jenna coming up next mm-hmm. from ERA One Source Realty, and she will be filling us in on some information regarding investment uh, purchasing in our in the town of Scranton primarily, but um, we'll hear more from her on that. And we're going to take a quick break. You're listening to Laurie and Lynn show, and we will be right back. It's Saturday morning with Laurie and Lynn. Now back to Laurie and Lynn. Hi, everybody. We're back. My name is Lynn Evans. I am the managing director of a company called Women of Substance, LLC. It's a financial planning firm for baby boomer women. And I'm also the host of a podcast called Power of the Purse. It's available on iTunes, Stitcher, and Google Play. And I'm Laurie Cadden, the owner of Laurie Cadden Enterprises, which is a fundraising PR and special event business. And our guest expert today is Leah Jenicopoulos, who is new business director of new business, I guess how I, how I did that, but of ERA <laughs> One Real Estate in Clark Summit. So what's happening in the real estate market, Leah? Well, we're still, it's still hot, still on fire, which is a great thing. And the one thing that we're really booming with right now happens to be the investment properties. The investment properties are really doing real well, which is great. And the cap rate right now is awesome. So if you're looking to invest, now is the time, especially in northeastern Pennsylvania. The area is really, really good as far as like the taxes. So a lot of people are coming, which the good thing about it is too, some of these properties are going in like the low budget. They're coming in at you know, 30, 40, 50,000, these people are coming in and then they're, you know, redoing them. They're adding value to them. They're sprucing back up the neighborhoods. The one, um, the one investor I worked with, he did a great job at taking one in the downtown hill section area of Scranton and real nice guy. He bought several of them off of me actually. And they were a little bit run down when he bought them. But what he did was he put new electric, new plumbing, and he really did a great job at updating them and getting them ready for student housing, which is nice because then it's not like an eyesore when you're traveling through our area. And I know we've talked about this before. We're, we're all big fans of Scranton and we, you know, we're happy to see some of the changes that the city is making and doing, but I think it's great too, when someone comes in and actually takes over a property that's just been sitting there. Yeah. That's a good thing. Put it back on the tax (laughs) walls. 
And Leah, what does it mean, an 8% cap rate? It's eight times the rent. So that's great right now, especially. Um, that's beating the rates right now in New York City, New Jersey area, because usually you don't get a cap rate like that. And if you are so in a bigger building. Higher or lower than 8% in other cities? Usually lower, depending okay. on the building and the area. Okay. Go ahead. I'm sorry. I just wanted to make sure everybody understood why that was a good thing. Um. Well, it's a good thing because you're going to make more money and you're going to pay it off sooner and you're going to have a better investment on your hands. Um, yes. So, but that's why investing right now is really, really key. And investing right now at any age is also key, too. It doesn't just have to be someone, you know, in their late 40s and 50s to come up and invest. It could be anyone. You know, there was a kid a couple of years ago at the University of Scranton that was really, really intelligent. He Bought, as soon as he turned 18, he bought a house over on Taylor Avenue, right in the University of Scranton area. And instead of paying to dorm and taking a loan out, what he did was take a loan out on a house. So he didn't lose his, he was only adding ex, um, equity and value to his name. And he had an investment and now he rented out down, down the road since he's graduated to students at the University of Scranton. Now, I thought that was a great idea. That was really yeah. smart to do at 18. So I really do commend his parents or whoever told him that because instead of taking your money and throwing it out the window and rent, he has something now to show for it. And he started his investment portfolio at the age of 18. And didn't he also start to uh, multiply that, if I recall? He did that um, one building and then bought other ones and bought other ones. And he's done a tremendous, as a matter of fact, I think the story is that he decided to give up whatever his career path was and said, I'm going to invest in real estate. Yeah, there, well, there's two of them. There's two different okay. people that actually did that. One happened to be the student down the University of Scranton, and one happened to be actually someone I'm very close with who started off with one building at the University of Scranton, and now they have multiplied to 20-some because of wow. how well it is. And you know what? They are doing a great job at remodeling and redoing our area, which is great. That's what we need. We need mm -hmm. new life. And not to get off subject here, but, you know, it's, it's refreshing to see that people are starting to come in, like, you know, that bar that's going to go on the old Molly Brannigan. That building sat there and sat there and sat there. And, you know, it's really nice to see them working on it and putting in some investment. And there's going to be a new bar that opens up in early fall, which is great. That's bringing new life, new something, and new jobs to the area. Is that downtown? I didn't hear what yeah, property yeah, yeah. you said it was. Yes, yes. It's downtown mm -hmm. across from the Hilton, the old Molly Brannigan. Oh, yeah. And, okay. And you know, too, Lynn, we know people who have been doing this and buying property in the Hill and renting it to students for years and years and years. It's not a new, it's not a new uh, um, idea, but the fact that it, now, because the university has been investing in so much property themselves, it's kind of neat that these kids who rented and from original um, people who decided, hey, this is going to be a good spot for me to buy and rent because down the road it's going to bring me some, you know, good in, uh, return on my, uh, my my asset here. Um, we're we're going to do this. And now these kids who rented from them before are doing the same thing. And it's, it's really kind of neat mm -hmm. because um, taking that 
leap, Leah, for these young people to do this in in the, in a, at a time when um, money is cheaper. It's cheaper to buy um, and to to get the loans now. It's just much better than it was before. And the fact that there there's a little more competition from the youth it, itself to with these people, and they're still doing it and making a difference. And that that's the thing you have to do. You have to take these risks and seize opportunity. Absolutely. I agree. And, you know, I go back to the topic that we just had. Kudos to the kid who thought, why should I take out a loan for dorming? And, I mean, when you think about it, a lot of children do that. You have to add on your living expenses, whether you're in yeah. housing, whether you go and rent an apartment. You're taking thousands of dollars out, thousands of dollars to live. So, like, if you're going to do that, take out a mortgage. I mean, granted, you do have to have a job and you have to have something to prove that you have the income to do it. But now look at this. You know, I think it's a genius idea, and I think there's no wrong time to get into investing if you could do it. Well, mm-hmm. and there's a lot of parents, Leah, I know, who have bought properties themselves for their children, and then when their children are out of the, you know, to graduate from college, they turn around and sell the property and sell it as a profit, again, not paying the university for those things, but paying themselves in the end because their their child um, lived in the home that they or the the condo or the townhouse or whatever it was, the the, um, apartment, they they paid themselves because that's what they did and then went back and sold it for a profit. So it makes sense. Right, exactly. I mean, you know, that's the smart way. Um, I uh, just actually had a meeting with somebody I went to, one of the boys I went to high school with who was a financial planner in the area. And, you know, we had all got together last week for dinner and we were talking. And I had no idea that he was definitely in that line of business. And we sat and talked. And he said, he goes, one of the best things you could do is invest in real estate. And, and that was coming from someone, you know, that watches the money markets and all of that. Like, and I said, you know, I go, you're, you know, you make me feel a lot better. Not like that I didn't think I was ever doing the right thing or in the right career. But it's like, he's like, it's never going to be taken away from you. He goes, well, if you start, you stop making the payments, it will be. He goes, but it's something that you'll always have money in, no matter what. And the bottom line to the whole thing is people always have to find some place to live. You know, so there's always going to be a demand for it. And I think, you know, commercial buildings, that's a different story Uh, because there's so much you see that people are moving away from office space and into virtual situations. So that market is changing dramatically. But residential, it's never going to go down because people have to live somewhere. Mm Mm-hmm. And I think it's a great idea to add some of that. Yeah, I think it's a great idea to add some some of the issues that I see when we talk about this. And I still think this is something that you want to say something about, is that people will buy investment properties, residential investment properties, if they have somebody around who can take care of them when the pipes break at 3 o'clock in the morning. Now, my understanding is that you have access to management companies or whatever who can do that for you. Is that right, Leah? Yeah. Well, we have our own property management company here at ERA One Source. Okay. And how does that, how is that price? Is that a percentage 
of it's the rent? It's based off of or? a percentage. It's based off of okay. a percentage system. Mm-hmm. So uh, as long as it still makes sense and you're still making money after you're paying the management company, then it makes a whole lot of sense to invest in that stuff if that was the thing that was stopping you. And exactly. I think that's because in the... people don't want to take that on. A lot of people right. say, I don't want to be a landlord. Right. And I think that may be a reason why a lot of people do not follow that, don't pursue it. Because they just don't, they think of the people calling at three in the morning, the pipes broke, or, you know, I have no electricity or whatever it is. And you, you're not in a position as the owner of the property to say, oh, all right, I'm going to leave my job and I'm going to come over there and see if I can call somebody to take care of it. So if you say we have management companies that it, it's, it's a part of the rent, it's a percentage of the rent. It makes sense for anybody as an investor, not necessarily a landlord, but an investor in residential real estate to take a look at this. Absolutely. And, and why not? If you have someone that's willing to do the dirty work for you, jump on. Yeah. That's what I said. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. And, uh, before, before we end, I know our time is coming to a close, but I just want to chime in about yesterday, the moment in Congress and feds and right now that's going on in our economy about how they dropped the rate, which is something that hasn't been done in years, which is a huge improvement to our economy because with that happening, that means there's only economical growth that's going to be everywhere. So now is the time to buy. Now is the time to call your mortgage broker, get on your lender, look at what you have in your banks and buy real estate. Now is the time. because they were saying today, when I was watching the, the Today Show, uh, based on the, the the drop in the the interest, um, they um, th- that the interest rates dropping on mortgages, you'll save more money than you will cash in the bank, uh, credit card debt, all that kind of stuff. You make more, you'll see bigger a bigger difference in your mortgage than you will anything else. So that's why that's a that's a big deal, a real big deal. And I don't know, and they were saying, like, why did they do it? Why were they raising the rates in the first place? You know, keep them lower. It, things were moving. I, 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 I just hope people realize, and we said it before, it's like it, 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 we've been saying this for a long time. It's like they're giving money away to, to, mm-hmm. to, um, mm-hmm. to um, what am I saying, to invest, to buy, to purchase, these kind of things. It, it, it's the perfect time for that with this, with this, especially now, you're right, Leah, with that drop. Lynn, do you agree from that standpoint, from a financial planning standpoint? That it's, it's better to put the money in real estate than in the Not savings better account? better than anywhere, but you, you do agree investment properties are, are a great thing to do. Absolutely. Absolutely. I think it's a smart move. It's part of a diversified portfolio. There you go. And on that note, we have to ask Leah, how do we get a hold of you? You can reach me at 570-947-9250. That's my personal cell phone. Our company website is era1.com. We are on all forms of social media, Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. Just put in ERA1 or ERA1 Source Realty. And our company phone number is 570-587-9999. We do have six offices, our headquarters being in Clark Summit, Pennsylvania, and we cover all of 10 plus counties throughout Northeastern PA. There we go. Thank you, Leah. Have a good one. Thanks, guys. Have a good weekend, everybody. Thanks for listening. See you next week. Be safe and please be nice. Bye. Bye. Bye.
Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. 